0: Enough. Let's see. Is it recording? Hmm. Yeah. It's ironic you said that. Let's see. Okay. All right. Time starts. No. There it is. Man. Let's go. Please
1: welcome, DTed yes. Smith and Steve, Steve Mix. Mix. You are now entering the MegaCast. Ted,
0: Ted, we're back. We're here two weeks Let's in a, a row. It. I know. It's unreal. I don't know when we've done this before.
1: People said they couldn't. it couldn't be done.
0: We're almost like the Mariners. We're starting to win again. Yeah, yeah. So it's the whole division, though. I know. We'll probably talk a lot about that later on today when we get to Ted's wide world of sports. But how are you there?
1: <laughs> good, good. I was just uh, telling Bigsy some stories. Got to give a shout-out to the uh, Pub 884 in Bremerton. Everybody showed up. That, that men's room event was unreal. I saw one picture that made me
0: not jealous, but definitely like I wish I was in this picture kind of a moment because that's like one that you want to just kind of keep either put it as like your cover photo on your social media pages or maybe print it up and put it as like a picture in your office There's a shot of you miles and thrill and I think Jason from our station and you were just all all had microphones in your hand and you're standing and sitting on the roof. Of the
1: bar. Correct. That looks like a house. Yes, exactly. And that was, was just like a, the stage.
0: There's a frick that's the best part. There's a freaking sea of people. And I'm like, this looks like the house party that my college fraternity would throw all the time. Like people are just hanging on the roof. It's not safe. It's a little bit of a slope. And you sure as hell should not be up there under the influence of alcohol. And I'm
1: sure a couple of you might have been. But it looked amazing. I was I look, it looked awesome. It was fun being up there. I was not super pumped to be standing on the roof. I was going to say it was a terrifying there was nowhere else to be because it was on the slope it was on a slope and there was like uh like wires for the lights at night oh but i'll tell you gosh. what they did a great job too like it was sunny and a little warm they had like misters go in like the inside of the bar was super cool too i just it was hard to, i barely made it in there the only thing i did after about the first 30 or 40 minutes i was just out in the sun talking to people so finally i just said hang on i will sign anything take any photo I'm going over there by that door, and I'm hiding in the shade.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't want a sunburn.
1: I'll right. you know, like I'm pale enough where it's like, all right, I could feel my face and oh. neck getting red. I'm it's like, National Ball Day. A lot of us baldies understand what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. What was the name of this place again? Pub eight eight four. Pub eight eight four. So is- like it's only been open like a year, and it used to be called the National, I guess. Okay. I think I'm familiar with the national. Yeah. So that's awesome, dude. It looked great. Like I like if they've felt... met Suzanne and her husband before. They came they come to a bunch of like KSW events. They used to come to like cage sport MMA. I
0: believe she called into our, our show on the BJM MIG show at some point promoting this place before
1: it opened. Yeah. Probably okay. say, they've been big fans, fans yes. for a long time. And then right, then they bought that place. So we were talking about the men's room world tour, I was like we got to get over there. You got to go to Bremerton. Right. I was, yeah. And, and pe- first of all, people were just pumped. We were in Bremerton. But also I was like, look, they, they've been big supporters forever. Let's go to their bar. I feel like a mayor in Puyallup. In
0: Bremerton, you'd feel like the president of the United States.
1: <laughs> it was pretty unreal. It's
0: next level. It's so cool. So many awesome people out there that listen to our, our station, our podcast. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's amazing. Did you get any food while you were there?
1: I, yeah, honestly, I did not. Thrill had the wings. He said they were good. Uh, I know their pizzas are pretty good. I just it was so busy. Too I much. Just, yeah, I, I never really got a chance. Like finally, when I finally got home, we ate some food. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was. Uh, oh, yeah, I was. It was. It was a long weekend. Oh, good though, man. It yeah. sounds like a blast. Like I said, that
0: picture alone just it looked like it was like straight out of like a frat party from like the nineties.
1: Yeah, that's what it, I mean. That's what it felt. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody was cool. It was pretty busy at first, but once the beer line started moving, like, yeah. nobody was an a hole. Like, it felt like just a fun house party. People were having a great time, happy yeah. to see the men's room there. Yeah. That's awesome. One couple made signs. What is, like? What is this? Like a WWE event? Yeah, or like college game day. We were <laughs> just like, we were up there. We were like, oh man, they made signs. What kind of sign? Did they have one that was specific to you, Ted? Uh, no, they had one with all our names on it. And then I forget what the other one said. Which <laughs> said, hey, Miles, thrill, Ted. Yeah, like, welcome Mike. to Bremerton. Like, all the stairs. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I love that somebody was like, we're
0: going to the bar. Babe, get the oak tag. And get some markers. I thought it was all that that's gotta be a first. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, I don't know that we've had an event where people have had signs. Because when I've done
0: like the indie wrestling thing, when I wrestle at certain places, like especially in Tacoma, there's a lady Eve, and she's awesome. All right. She makes signs for all the wrestlers. At some point she will make a sign for you. If she hasn't, you're not doing things right. All but right. she did one for me. She's done a few for me, but my favorite one she did because she knows I have a daughter. She knows my daughter loves Peppa Pig. She made she drew Peppa Pig with the Migs logo t shirt. In my like wrestling gear, and right. it just said Peppa Migs, and I was Miggs. like, "That's amazing." I still have that one in the garage. I was that's like, pretty good. I brought that back to my kid, and she was just like, "That's pretty awesome."
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's always just like it. it, it just it was a ton of fun. Met a bunch of different. I'll say types of people with different jobs. Okay, very cool. <laughs> yeah. No, no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> have you ever made a sign? Have I ever? Re- I mean. I think as a kid, we made some for like Maryland games. Yeah. When I was at DeMatha, we would definitely make some. Yeah, you know, because it was we were always trying to get on ESPN or something if we had like a big basketball game. And we were in, that was for like my junior year. Like we made some signs and stuff. I remember when I was a kid, I made a sign for like my parents took me to a wrestling event
0: at Nassau Coliseum or the Meadowlands, one of those arenas in like the New York, New Jersey area, and I think All it was right. like. Dusty Rhodes was coming and Ric Flair and the Road Warriors. I was a big Road Warriors fan. I think I made like a sign the Road Warriors. And it just said the Road Warriors. It was like what what does this even mean, now looking back on it? It just says their name. Like, there's nothing clever. I just wrote, The Road Warriors, right? I mean, it, I'm sure they were pumped. It worked for me this weekend. Ted, they, there's no chance they were pumped because I was sitting in, like, the nosebleed seats in, like, the 300 level or the 400 level. Like, my parents didn't splurge on these tickets. But you know what? They took me, and that was awesome. But I'm, like, the kid holding the sign. But if you're looking from the ring, that probably just looks like a white speckle.
1: I will say, I like... Right, like, high school and right after high school, I went to a few, like, WWE events. Yeah. And at the Baltimore Arena, I have sat on the floor. Uh, I must have been working in radios. We got good tickets. But the time before that, I was in high school, and one of our friend's dads was like, we're going. And it was a great night. Yep. the night, uh, who was the guy that had all the hoes with him?
0: Oh, uh, Bob.
1: He was like a godfather. Pit. Right. Yeah. We got flashed, so that was awesome. But we were in the last row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, I'm just, like, watching two ants fight. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like that. But it's still amazing. I dude, still one of the crazy experiences ever was like going to one of the WWE events and like listeners know I love wrestling. At the time I wasn't even doing the wrestling stuff, but like no, I'm a big fan and some fan had a fluorescent green sign and it just said Steve Miggs is best for business. And this is back when they were using that line like yeah. things are best for business for the WWE. And it was like the the new day We're up there and on the big jumbotron and on TV in the background, there's just this bright ass green sign that says Steve, Steve
1: makes, makes is best for business. business.
0: It's still I still have it like as I think my cover photo on my Facebook or something like that. But I was just like, man, I hit Mecca. I, mean, I always love like looking out and seeing all the signs. And I remember one time, and it always cracks me up. There's always that someone that has like a clever sign that just says, it's like you know, Hulk Hogan, The Rock, or John Cena, I need weed. And I'm like, that's hilarious.
1: Dude, you should look up like those when college game day goes to town, like the mm-hmm. people right in front generally, I think they try to censor the crazy ones out. Right. But some people in the back have some awesome, awesome signs. I'll have to look it up. And there's yeah. always a Washington State uh, flag. There is. And credit to those Cougs, right? They call it Old Crimson. It's been to every game day for I don't know how many years. It's incredible. And this year, the last weekend when it was there, they also had made a sign that was the Pac-12 logo, but it was just (laughs) Pac-2. I was like, all right, you know what? Shout out to the Coug people. That's pretty damn good. What is it, just them and Oregon State now? Yeah. That's amazing. So it's the Cougs and the It's a lot of work to get that flag places. That
0: is impressive.
1: Yeah. Because you got to know some alumni, somebody that knows the program, and like, you know what I mean? Like some of these towns they go to, like it ain't easy. Like you don't just get a direct flight into Tuscaloosa.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say like, not maybe everyone that's listening knows this whole thing. So like, it's the Washington State Cougars flag has been on every episode of College Game Day, which is a, is weekly when college football is going on. Correct,
1: every Saturday. I mean, and it's, it's... I, there's no other team that's had that kind of like no. That kind of pub, right? I think there's other teams now that might show up a lot, but... Not on this level. No, because even before I moved here, that was like a thing. I always watch Game Day, mm-hmm. which was much easier to watch on the East Coast because it started at 10 a.m. instead of 8 a.m. for a fair yeah, or, or Seven. 7 a.m. Right, uh, but you, know, I'd always be like, huh, that Washington State flag's always there. So, I mean, even people that have nothing to do with Washington State or even know really about the school... They just know the logo. you Right, and you know that flag. You're like, oh, yeah, Cougs are there. And that's such a great logo, too. I w- is. I've always loved,
0: like, whatever, if you're a fan of the Cougars or the Huskies, I'm not here to argue with you, but I, I th- I've always thought that the Cougars logo, and also their color scheme, is pretty badass.
1: Well, and for years, they were the only team in college football to have home and away helmets. Oh, really? Yeah, like nowadays you know we're kind of too de- much about this stuff. This is amazing. I know, we're a little desensitized because teams wear different helmets all the
0: time. I was going to say, speak to Oregon, man. They have like a new helmet for every game, I feel.
1: Oh, hey, look, I'm a Maryland fan. I can't say much. Oh, you guys do that too? <laughs> yeah, we do it with Under Armour. We, like we've gone back to this year. Yeah. It's just the Scripps terp on the side. But I think we got a game Friday night against Virginia, who's kind of our rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a black helmet this week because I think they're going to black out Bird. Oh, I always love when like they white out or blackout games. Yeah, and a lot of people do it. The white out, I, I do I mm, I was cursed. I do not like Penn State, but to their credit, the white out in Happy Valley is unreal. There's 104, 106,000 people all in white.
0: The only time it was bad was the time that we went to a, a college football game in California. Right? Was it California? Yeah, San Francisco. Oh yeah, we saw them, actually we saw them play Oregon State. We saw the Terps play the Beeves. And uh, they decided to give out as promotional items because it was raining white tarps, like white ponchos, white ponchos with hoods on them.
1: Right, and the Terps logo was <laughs> t- was, not, was it wasn't big enough, and it oh, didn't even dawn on me. So you're like, dude, we all of Maryland, because Steve was just like. Yeah, I'll be a Maryland fan for the weekend or no, for hours. I was all about it. Go it, Terps. I, had, I bought us each hoodies. Yeah, but it was right. It was just like, we look like the KKK. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, this can't look good on TV I right now.
0: At some point, we looked at like the. Because the, you know, when you're amongst everybody, you're not really putting two and two together. You're all just wearing these white ponchos with the hoods up because it's raining. Yeah. And then they show the crowd shot on like the
1: Jumbotron or whatever, like the Titan truck. Like, because you're we playing at the Giants baseball stadium.
0: Yes. And so they show the entire uh, turf section, which we were a part of. We were sitting with fellow Terps fans, yeah. and you see this sea of what looks like a clan rally. And I remember looking at Ted, I'm like, I think we should take these off. This is kind of uncomfortable. Like, I don't really
1: like this. I <laughs> <laughs> got it. I, I mean, think I'd rather be rained on. The Terps lost, but that was a fun game. It was so much fun. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, right before we knew it, I'm leading three sections of the cheers. This guy, it's like he owned the place. <laughs> I
0: know. Like, you just said, all right, I'm going to get things going, and everybody, you knew all the chants, and I'm like that weird guy that doesn't know the words to a song, but I'm pretending that I do, because I'm like, I want to fit in, and I'm just moving my mouth, but I have no, no sound coming out, because I have no idea what everyone's saying.
1: Right, and that was not the plan. But like, the I'm a bad was, kung fu movie. Right, like, I, like my brother, because he's had <laughs> tickets, and my brother and my dad had the tickets forever, so I was like, hey, I'll pay extra money. I want good seats. So our seats were awesome. We were basically in the club level yeah. behind home plate. But it's all Maryland fans. It's like, I don't know, 10 minutes into the game, there's just no chatter out of the fans. No. So I'm hammered. I start standing up. And then before you know it, it's like, yeah, Miggs, who has never worn anything Maryland, now he's sitting next to the guy leading the cheers. He doesn't know anything. Having the best time, though. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you were like the mayor of the section. Yeah. It was so great. <laughs>
1: That was a great trip.
0: So much fun. <laughs> Minus the the white ponchos, which Why I is still I who passed that through the marketing team.
1: I don't and I'm pretty sure we just threw them out that night. We were like, we're not keeping these. Dude, we threw them out at the game. That's I remember right. Right. Yeah. we
0: both looked at each other like as soon as we saw the sea of all of us wearing white hoods and we are like, we can't be a part of this. Like, I know no one, no one was thinking that probably. And it wasn't like we were like, it was just all white people. I mean, it was people of all all shapes, sizes, colors. Like, we were all rocking these. Because yeah. it was raining. But I was like, it just feels weird yeah, when you we, see the giant sea of people with hoods on.
1: We should have had red ones. Or the, the Terps thing should have been much, much bigger.
0: Have a big logo on it somewhere. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't even know. Maybe like a, like a 30 font on like your computer. Jeez. And on, on like the, right above like the heart. It just said like like either Maryland or Terps. I think it just said terps. I think it just said terps. <laughs> it was the worst giveaway of all
1: time. <laughs> come on, people. All right. Thanks for the free racism. Tech talks starring the Smith me. All right, Steve, right before this, I don't even know where we're just what we were talking about. You said, ah, have faith. Maybe we're just talking about getting the computer started. Yes, and I said that's ironic you said that because today's TED talk is believe. Believe we got to believe in something. All right. All right. I don't know if it's your faith. Believe in your faith. Okay. Maybe it's your relationship with somebody, y- your significant other. Believe in that. Hell, maybe it's just you got to believe in yourself. And maybe you're not doing good right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, look, I got got I'm kind of restarting back with 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 some fitness stuff and. Well, you were dealt a tough blow with yeah. your fitness. Yeah. Right. It was right. Right. There was. You know, besides the pandemic, there was there was some very tough personal setbacks. Yes, but like I like I had to have faith that like all right, we're, I'm gonna get back here. Yeah. We're gonna get back on track. So yeah, just believe in it. You know, believe in yourself, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe right now you're not in a great spot, but like you know, and people slip up. But just believe you're going to get there. I like that, man. That's yeah. a good and, one. And look, I'm not going to lie. I'm stealing a lot of that from Coach Sanders or Co- Coach Prime. Just I, What he's doing down there hey. in Colorado is just unreal. Coach you're, Prime. Sorry, Coach Prime. So, Deion Sanders,
0: I thought he was, like, the bad guy for being the coach. But now it seems like, was I just misunderstanding? I'm, I'm, not, I'm barely paying attention to what he's doing over there. Like I see it in, like, articles. And at first it seemed like people were giving him a hard time for how he was coaching. But now I just keep seeing positive things about
1: what's going on over there. So, I mean, do you know? Yeah. Okay, of course. (laughs) Here's the deal. He starts coaching at Jackson (laughs) State University, right? Okay. Which is HBCU, Historical Black University. Okay. Right? So, And look, his first couple games down there were terrible, and I was like, man, he was a great player. That doesn't equate to coaching. More often than not, it doesn't. Ask Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) (laughs) He's the great one at, at playing. Yeah, yeah, but not telling you how to do it. Right, so... But three years down there, he turned that program around. And then, like the one guy that plays offensive def- defense for him, Hunter, like that kid was the number one recruit in the country. And he got him to go to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. So then, when he got that Colorado job, a lot of people didn't like Dion because he went in, or Coach Prime, because he went in there and just basically cleaned house. And now, with transfer portals and the NIL deals, he just recruited a bunch of kids to transfer over. Gotcha. And was like, that's why he was catching crap. Correct. And okay. People were like, and a lot of the old college football heads were like, I don't think it's going to work. Look, I i wasn't sold on it. And TCU, remember, different year, but they were in a national championship game last year. And they came out that first week. And it's it's not even that they have the talent to compete and win these games. It's that they're coached well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A few false starts here and there. Like, there's no crappy penalties. There's none of this and that. Hell, I watched the game against Nebraska on Saturday. Not pulling DK Metcalf and just throwing random players down on the ground. Yeah, I'll get to that. I
0: hope so. Uh,
1: but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like against Nebraska, they were in a dogfight. They came out in that second half. I, they made the correct adjustments. They got their they got their athletes and players in space. And then they dominated. So mm-hmm. I'm saying, so it's not even. And I'm a good a good college coach doesn't have to be that hands on it's a lot about recruiting and kind of running your program and obviously you know certain things and and you might work with a certain uh you know group whether it's wide receivers or linebackers but a lot of it is hiring the right assistants and this and yeah. that but at this point I'm like look coach prime's doing it they're a disciplined team they're coached up well he's got the talent there like it's just it's amazing and like now I'm just like yep I want to see Colorado dominate
0: so could we see coach prime in the NFL at any point for sure
1: yeah But I think I think You think a few years at least I think he spends at least another year in Colorado. That's crazy, man. And then you'd have to think some big program's gonna try to poach him. That's what
0: you would think. Which is just nuts because he is like an all time great as a player. He's he's unreal. And it's just also makes you kind of feel old because now it's like, okay, I remember this guy when he was like relatively new on the scene in the world of, like, football and baseball. Correct. And now all of a sudden, like, he's the old coach. And I'm like, what the hell? Where did this time go? I know. Like, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> I know. It's unreal. And people are trying to, ba- you know, walk back their statements now that they said about him and the program. And so everything. I'm not crazy to think at some point oh, it was no. like, there was, like, a massive, like,
0: not hate, but a, a, a sincere dislike of Coach Prime. There
1: is. And yeah. look, I get it. A lot of people don't like the new college rules, but it's like, he's playing within the rules. Right. That's why I always like Coach Calipari down in Kentucky. He made no bones about it. Kids got to, you got to, they changed the rules. You got to go to college for at least one year. And he's like, well, I'm just going to recruit guys and go to the NBA and just have them play one year for me. And I'll just dominate and then I'll just do it all over again the next year. Yeah. And he was. He That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, they're playing, look. The rules are the rules. They're playing within them, and Mm -hmm. they're doing great. And some of these universities have a lot more money to give these kids in the NIL deals. And there's always been money under the table in college football. Now you just see it. Well, Ted, speaking of sports, and the realest sport that there is is wrestling, of course. I have very exciting
0: news to share with you. Oh, what's up? Your boy, Steve Miggs, got the invite for AEW Collision at the end of this month. I'll be working as an extra talent. All right. I have no idea what that means. So I, I, so it's funny because a few of my friends are like, does that mean you're going to wrestle? I'm like, I mean, there's a chance. It might be a small one, but there's a chance I will get to wrestle at Climate Pledge Arena on is, September 30th. Is that different from what you were hired to do last time? It's exactly the same. Okay, so, so you're basically it, in the same boat. I'm in the exact same boat. I could easily, you might see me in the ring. You might be see me sitting somewhere close to the ring, filling in a seat because you know they don't like having empty seats. Which so you have the extras, which are local independent wrestlers, get hired on. They they pay us nice. They give us good food, all that good stuff. Treat us like a million bucks. But so my job might just be go out there and watch the show and and be energetic. All right, I'm in there. Let's make it happen. Fingers crossed. Like happen. Like so in Seattle, I was a seat filler and I was a security guard for an event. I'm hoping I'll get the same luck that I had when I was in Portland, which was you're having a match.
1: I mean, I feel like you had such a good showing with like how many fans were talking to you when you were I faking and being a security guard. And then you wrestled. Yeah, I was like, real security, man.
0: I had to yeah. step in between, you know, a guy and, and Vicky Guerrero at one point.
1: And then you went to Portland and wrestled and got yes. a nice little pop from the crowd there. So I'm like in
0: Seattle though?
1: Yeah, I'm like, Whoa. somebody is it is there's gotta be some of the same people on this crew, yes, right? 100%. That make these decisions. Like, somebody's got to remember, e- even if they just dawn on them when they see you. That's the nice
0: thing. They don't make the decisions on what we're doing sometimes until, like, 10, 20, an hour, maybe 20 minutes, an hour before you actually go out there and perform. Like, it's really right before the show starts. That's when they're like, okay, where are we using these guys? And then they just kind of put us in into the pieces of the puzzle based on your size, your experience, like maybe, like like you said, one of them might be like, oh, I remember him. He looked great in the ring with uh, Jake Hager. Let's put him into this match because he'll, he's perfect for that. So fingers are crossed. What time do they tape? I think it's like, a, I, well, it's live. So it's at 5, but then they also do some uh, like pre-show stuff and post-show stuff for Ring of Honor, All which right. is like one of the other companies that uh, Tony Khan owns. And honestly, I... I mean, don't get me wrong. If I get to be on television live on AEW Collision on Saturday night, that'd be nuts. But there's also part of me that, as a lifelong Ring of Honor fan, like I grew up loving Ring of Honor and still do to this day. If I got to wrestle, and that's that's the stuff that they tape either before, or after, all right, Collision. If I got to do that under that umbrella, that to me would even be more bonkers because I'd probably have a a longer match than I would if I'm on if I'm on TV. I'm probably one. I'm I'm done in less than a minute. Like they're just gonna squash me, you know what I mean? Like it's just a, it's one of those kind of matches. Yeah, they're not gonna trust some local, you know, Yahoo that's on the radio that's also an indie wrestler, you know, with the, one of their talent. Like, All right, we're, you're in there for thirty minutes, two commercial breaks, make it happen, go. It's like no, they're gonna like you're going in there, and you're gonna get, get your ass handed to you in less than two minutes, go, which. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take. That's way less stressful. I mean, it was awesome last time when you were in Portland. Honestly, I'd much rather. that. that, that, That's nice because then you don't have the stress of remembering what to do. I'm like, oh, I'm just going in there and get my ass kicked. Easy. Let's go. (laughs) So I'm very excited, Ted. You should be. I know. That's awesome. I'm pretty fired up. I I might need to get back on the testosterone. (laughs) (laughs) I posted a picture because right now there's a wrestling trend on social media and it's the i don't know what why it's 2019 to 2023 but for some reason somebody posted a picture of what they look like back in 2019 and then it's like look now here i am at 2023 trying to show like the evolution of how they look maybe physique wise character wise gear wise whatever it may be all right and it's like the running trend right now with wrestlers on the independent level so i was like ah let me go try and find a picture from 2019 and it was kind of cool because i'm like man i've I could see the work that I've put in, in the gym and more that's the first so, thing I
1: said to you this morning, right? Which was so nice. Right, yeah. I was just like, your mass and definition is just so noticeable. And it's just from eating better,
0: hard work, you know, and, yeah. and,
1: and then performance enhancing drugs, apparently. Not so, just
0: putting in the time, putting in the work. That's right. Thank you. That's a, that's a Steve talk. Well, it's actually a TED talk, it sounds like. <laughs> so I posted, everyone's been super nice. It's been, and then one of the guys, and he actually said, he's like, nice traps, dude. And he's like, uh, he's like, T- trt is the thing or something like that and i'm like ah i like i'm not like i'm not opposed to someone who uses testosterone it's not steroids you know it's a hormone yeah. and, and i'm not like knocking it and like i i was talking to one of the guys who jokingly then followed up and, and was just like hey dude, tell me about where you get your testosterone from because he knew me <laughs> he's like i know you were just jo- i know i know you're not lying because I was like, dude, no, this is four years of eating well and working out. like, Yeah. And even I told that to my wife. I'm like, yeah, a guy t- accused me of uh, taking testosterone. She's like, you're not even that big for testosterone. I'm like, thanks, babe. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Come thanks. on. Thanks for just completely crushing me. Here I am kind of like you're not feeling good that, that somebody accused me of a performance enhancer. And i like... Also, I'm you should flexing. have looked at her and been like, what do you weigh, 127? Yeah, you tiny you little alive. speck. I'll crush you. If we were in AEW, you'd be one minute and done. <laughs> right. And I'd be the one crushing you. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, nah, dude. And he, and he wasn't like arguing. Like it was just. I think I don't think he meant it to be an, a complete jerk. I think he maybe just assumed that because I'm an older guy and I get it. Yeah. And then someone else joked about it. I'm like, look, if I can get past the whole injecting myself, there might be a time where I might want to take testosterone. I mean, it's not like there's... There's no harm to that. Doctors prescribe it for a reason, and some people need it. And if yeah. I, luckily, right now I don't, but I might at some point very soon. I'm not getting any younger, and I'm not going to be opposed to something like that. It's like same with steroids when people well, are like, you're in a, and
1: also like, you're not. It's not like you're playing a professional I, sports league. Like I have, I have friends that have been taking HGH, have taken HGH for a while, but it's like, like they're just normal people. It's like, right, pro athletes in the NFL can't take it. That's right. a competitive advantage. I've seen some wrestlers where wrestlers, like, and they're out and out honest about it. Like, oh, yeah, I've taken
0: steroids or oh, I'm currently on a cycle, and the fans are like giving them a hard time. And I'm like, and even they said, like, just because you take the steroids doesn't mean all of a sudden muscles appear. You still have to put you in gotta go lift. Uh, an, an insane amount of hard work. You still have to eat right. You still have to do all this work. Does it help matters? Absolutely. But you ain't getting muscle sitting on your couch just injecting yourself with steroids. So no. let's let's pump the brakes about giving this guy a hard time because oh he's only this big because of steroids. I'm like, yeah, he's bigger because of the steroids, but he'd probably be just he'd be pretty damn big without him. <laughs> So whatever. But I just thought that was funny, though. Yeah, I'm like going through. I mean, it's like, a good compliment. Yeah, it, it could have been worse. Yeah. It could, like, it could have been like, man, you look like crap. Or like, you look exactly the same. <laughs> you look better three, four years ago. Someone did say that on my Instagram. They sent me a message going, I don't see the difference. And then, LOL. I was yeah. like, for a second, I'm like, man, this body dysmorphia is, is already kicking my ass. Now you're not helping matters. <laughs> that's, that's some crazy talk. <laughs>
1: Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports,
0: brought to you by
1: Smith Family Popcorn, good people, great popcorn. All right. Our summer updates is like summer's not officially over yet. I think we still got a couple weeks. I mean, it's still nice
0: out. I still got to water my lawn until I have to stop. Until I stop watering my lawn, summer is not over. The
1: Mariners are eighty and sixty-five. Yes, they've been winning games. They're in a very tough division. I just looked like man, they're even like technically right now out of the wild card. Are they? I I thought they were. I thought they were tied with Toronto. Maybe they're still tied. I, I look. I just looked up the standings right now, and it's like. It's hard to tell because it looks like a bunch of them are tied for first, but they all have different records. Yeah, last I checked was this, this morning, and I don't think – well, I mean, no, no, it's 1230. And yeah, no one's didn't. played
0: a game yet. Here, It's Wednesday when we record this, and they won last night 8 nothing, which put them in a tie for okay, the final spot. Right. And I think they have the tiebreaker. If the season ended today, I think they've
1: won more games against uh, Toronto. Yeah, than, well, look, they're going to find out. I yeah. think their last seven games are all with, what, Texas, Texas and Houston. Houston. So like, they're going to find out. It's
0: make or break. Correct. I had to bet BJ again because you know last time whenever I bet him the team plays well. Keep betting him. So I was like, we need to have a bet, and he's like, well, what's the bet? I'm like, I was like, and I made this bet before yesterday's eight nothing win, so that this one counted. I'm like, they're going to go six and three in the next nine games. That would work. And he's like, all right, I'll take that bet. And I was like, oh crap, you know, because I got the Dodgers after the Angels, but hey, man, they they won last night, so right now five more wins in the next nine games, and I win breakfast for our show.
1: U uh, Dubs rolling. Michael Penix Jr. complete animal. I saw yeah. even the Cougs are back in the college top twenty-five. So college football's back. I'm more than happy. Uh, anybody that sat there and watched Maryland struggle a little bit against Charlotte, we were the national game Saturday night, Steve on NBC. Damn, and it's and unreal. It didn't go well. I mean, they, they, we ended up winning by 18, but oh Charlotte, who we should have kicked the crap out of, first quarter was like 13 or 14 nothing. Because oh I'm at the event, like going in and checking the score. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> not tonight. Yeah, so they, they got the job done. But even Coach Loxley it, afterwards was like, look, we competed, we came back, this and that. But like we all know this is not the performance. We wanted. it. Win's a win. Right. So they'll be back on Nash. Here's the deal. NBC traditionally was just basically Notre Dame football. But now these conferences have gotten so big that NBC bought into the Big Ten, but it's week two. So a lot of the teams are just playing like div- subdivision teams or whatever, yeah. or like ESPN or somebody else took them already or CBS. So I think NBC was like, all right, I guess we'll take Maryland and Charlotte on national TV. <laughs> I just love that was on. Because even, I'm in a Facebook group of Maryland alumni. They okay. let me in as they're just happy to have any Maryland people out here. Okay. And they were posting last so week. So is it a Maryland alumni of Washington? Of Seattle. That's hilarious. Yeah. They're they're like.
0: like so I, you're like an honorary doctorate or something like that.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love this. Right, because I was like, well, I'm not actually a graduate. And the guy's like, yeah, we we, we don't care. Yeah, We just need more people to show up to our watch parties. And you're like our celebrity uh, Hall of Fame inductee. <laughs> so the, the guy that runs it posted like. We're going to meet at this bar, like the game's on Peacock, like if you're at home. And I was like, actually, man, it's on King 5. And he's like, all right, I got to double check that. Then like a couple days later, I see a repost like, the game is on national TV. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, Maryland fans, we've got to start showing up. Uh, Sounders, they're they still kind, playing. They're still playing. They're still, I mean, they'll still make the playoffs. I talked to a lot of Sounders fans at our event. And people were like, how do you feel? I go, well, I think we'll, we're going to make the playoffs. I don't feel confident. Everybody's like, right. yep, same, same way. This
0: feels like a very non-Sounders season. Like, usually I, I'm around and you see some people rocking Sounders gear. And I don't, I don't get that vibe like it was like in past years.
1: No. Well, there hasn't been anything to vibe on. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then last The Seahawks didn't play this weekend, last weekend. Seahawks sucked. That that was was bad. bad. It was embarrassing. Now, it hurts losing both your tackles. I think one of them will be back on Sunday in Detroit. That was such an ass-whooping in the second half that I I have to imagine Pete's going to have those boys real fired up. But Detroit's a tough team. Yes, they beat the the, the Super Bowl champs in Week 1. Correct. But the first three three or four weeks in the NFL, especially the first three weeks, are weird in the NFL every year. But you don't want to... It's not the end of this year, but you don't – go win this game. No, Quandre said it best. You're not winning a Super Bowl or losing a Super Bowl based on week one.
0: And he's absolutely right. But on the flip side, also, like, dude, I I get that you don't want to play your players during the preseason, but maybe we should start playing our players in the preseason because it is kind of frustrating those first couple weeks. And it's like that for all teams. I'm not just talking about the Seahawks. It is. It is. I get you don't want to get hurt, but it's like these first few weeks, so much weird stuff happens that maybe wouldn't happen if maybe you played your starters for a couple of quarters here and there.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the answer is on that one because I get keeping them safe. I also think, you know, the first, co- like, look, the Chiefs aren't going to suck this year. Like, so it's like, right, they lost. Like, I, I don't know. You, you got to wait to see how it shakes out. I will say this Cowboys look legit. Woo, that
0: was crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the most boring game all weekend. The but only like, exciting part was whenever they panned out to the crowd to see all the angry Giants fans. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, like, they look legit uh I'm forgetting somebody there, there's a couple teams that look pretty legit this weekend who I think are also built different yeah like the Rams I'm still like ah eh, you kick the crap out of us but let, let's see week nine I I just think I think the Seahawks have a strong team young team I, I think they'll be all right I but. just worry that
0: you know it's gonna be a matter of a win or two getting you into the playoffs for the Seahawks I don't think like they're gonna like be more yeah you know, I, I I predicted thirteen and four before the season started. I went game by game, like All the right. usual thing that you guys make fun of me for. But I I mean, I feel like it might be one of the things like last last year you needed Detroit to win and you needed this. You had to win this game. That's why like I get nervous when you lose these games that you should win.
1: Correct. That yeah. we were saying that was the worst loss since like last year losing to the Raiders. I will say this too. Like this weekend, okay, but like you don't want to go zero three. There's some crazy statistic of like yeah. basically you start zero three. You're base. It's almost like your season. You know what is I think is funny
0: though is like everyone's crapping. Like of course it's like everyone's directing their anger towards Gino. And I'm like, I mean not that he had a, a
1: all star performance, but Gino was the least of my concerns after watching that game. Yeah, like, the game, Look that. The Rams made adjustments and again both of our tackles went out in the second half. And that's why so, like they only Gino got like had 12 no, yards. Right, Gino had no chance. Like the, the running game was non-existent. Like the first half there was like all right, we got some things cooking. So yeah. And they they just that was a bad half of football. And, and DK frankly DK didn't help matters DK, the, Yeah, D I and at first I was up. I was trying to support him but I'm like DK I love you. You've got to cut that crap out.
0: Yeah, you got to grow up. Yeah, it, it just does, it doesn't to. do
1: anything. This is what, and, season and that's three? not that's not a block.
0: No, and and, don't, and and don't try and act like we're all idiots. Like yeah. what you did was dumb.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I uh, also credit to the players. I really respected Geno, and a couple other guys came out and just said, "Hey, look, the Rams just played harder. They seem more ready to play." And I think that's, I think that's the players taking accountability. Yeah. And I think Pete Carroll the same way. Like that, that'll be a different team we see in Detroit. I hope, man, because I mean, only if they could
0: have like maybe drafted a guy that could have helped with the pass rush, and you know. <laughs> It's not on Philadelphia having a very good first game ever. And that will forever be. I, I just want to know why they didn't go with that guy. The Was it Carter? I'd, 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 I, yeah, I know. I, I know he's got a bad, like, not a perfect past.
1: And I'm not here to be like,
0: oh, cut him some slack No, that.
1: And look, I we said it last year. I was like, look, I know it's like, but I'm like, I'm still going to draft him. That is a football player.
0: Right. But it's like they have drafted other guys that have had bad pasts, feeling that they can rehabilitate them. And they kind of change the way that they are. And more often than not, I mean, you hear a lot of success stories coming out of the Seahawks organization. So it's like, what what made you guys feel like this guy was beyond help? That's what I would love to know. We'll never
1: know. You never know. There's so much that goes into it. But it is kind of ironic that our team is very thin at defensive line. And we have more great defensive backs than we can use.
0: Right. <laughs> we drafted another one. Let's right. go. <laughs> Speaking of Seahawks, not uh, in six days from today, uh, that YouTube series, I think, begins about the Legion of Boom. It's a 10-part Oh, it's part, a
1: YouTube series. Okay, I was wondering why I haven't been seeing ads for it. It's a 10-part mini mini docu series that's going to be on the Seahawks YouTube page.
0: Huh. All about the Legion of Boom from like what 10 year It's a 10-year anniversary of the Super Bowl season.
1: Yeah. That's going to be a pretty good watch. All we got. All so we, we need. need. I I I'll be. I still I still love those dudes.
0: <laughs> All right, I think uh that, I'm here next week. I I I don't see why I won't be here either. Oh, don't say it that way. That makes me nervous. I don't know. You never know how you react to this testosterone, man. Sometimes you just get really mad, and you got to leave work. Hey, just believe it's going to work. I will believe. <laughs> Thanks, Coach Prime. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week, and uh, follow us on Twitter at the TheMegacast. And I got no special words to say to everybody.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? Have
0: fun this weekend. Get up early.
1: Maybe get some donuts. You know what I mean? Put in the work the next few days. I know I am with my nutrition stuff. Like Sunday morning, I'm like, F it. I'm going to get some donuts and watch this game. Maybe go crazy with like a a big helping of
0: waffles with whipped cream
1: on it. Oh, dude. Yeah. All right. Real quick. I'm thinking about Sunday. (laughs) I do enjoy making a breakfast sandwich, but I'm thinking about getting a cup of toasted up some egos. And making bacon, egg, and cheeses on an Eggo waffle—that's amazing. That's yeah. (laughs) Did we get like the kind of like the Eggos,
0: but they have like the other brands, but like similar, like with the blueberries in them? All right, yeah. I love those. Put them in the toaster. That's my meal. That's my breakfast every morning on the weekends, or if I'm off from work, like get that, put some peanut butter and some honey on it, and I'm good to go. But one of these days, I'm going to pull what my mom used to do for me. And, you know, that's probably why I had such an unhealthy relationship with food for the longest time. And I'm still trying to deal with that at times yeah. because her idea of breakfast would be she'd get the Lego or the Egos and then two scoops of vanilla ice cream on top of it. And that was breakfast.
1: Jeez, that's awesome. I
0: want to do that again so bad. Because you think about it, you love ice cream in a waffle cone. Yeah. Why wouldn't you love two scoops of ice cream on top of a nice warm waffle?
1: Yeah, everything goes good with a waffle.
0: <laughs> Including chicken. She, that's what I'm saying. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. Eat some donuts, eat some waffles. Go Hawks. And go Hawks.